about it in the stars and stripes and you won't hear it from anyone but me lena said i should write it down so here goes someone ought to know someday it's the truest tall tale in town wesley lincoln you get that fork moving right now young man don't you tell me this poor pig gave its life in vain Link was sitting in front of a plate loaded down with bacon and his mother's biscuits and gravy. There was nothing different about this breakfast, not from the perspective of the pig, anyway, or Mrs. Lincoln. The table was covered with the same sad-looking biscuits, the same thick white gravy, and if Link was lucky, there was probably still a little something left in the bottom of the jar of Amma's apricot freezer jam. There was only one problem. For the first time in his entire life, Link wasn't hungry. But telling his mom that was like trying to explain that Baptists and Methodists aren't all that different. You might be able to explain it, but not to the Baptists or the Methodists around here. Yes, ma'am. So he kept his head down, staring at the same breakfast he had eaten a hundred times before, maybe even a thousand the one he'd always liked, until this morning. I still don't see that fork moving, though Mrs. Lincoln's fork was operating at lightning speed. Her hands flashed back and forth over the biscuits like she was trying out for captain of the clean plate club. I'm not that hungry, Mom. I think I caught a stomach bug or something. Link mustered up the most pathetic expression he could manage. It was the same one he gave his teachers when he didn't finish his assignments. They'd seen it so many times that it had stopped working back around fifth grade. His mother's eyes narrowed, her fork hovering above her plate. The only bug you've ever had was a bad case of head lice from playing with Jimmy Weeks after I told you he wasn't our kind of people. It was true. Link never got sick and his mom knew that better than anyone. If this is your way of telling me that you don't care for my biscuits and gravy, then cook your own breakfast from now on. You hear me, Wesley? Yes, ma'am. Link scooped up a bite with his good arm, the one that wasn't in a sling, but he couldn't bring himself to eat it. He stared at the white gravy. It looked harmless enough, but it smelled like a heart-stopping mix of old aluminum, dirt, rancid butter, and worst of all, his mom's fingernails. He'd rather eat Jimmy Weeks's lice. Martha, leave the boy alone. Maybe he really is under the weather, Link's dad said between bites. Big mistake. Mrs. Lincoln dropped her fork on the edge of her china plate with a clatter. Excuse me? Did you say something, Clayton? Because I thought I heard you undermining my authority while you're sitting there eating the breakfast I cooked for you. Link's dad swallowed hard. I was just saying, I think it would be best if you didn't say anything at all, she snapped. Mr. Lincoln knew when he wasn't going to win a battle. He'd given up and started waving the white flag at his wife as soon as their son was born. Not a word, Mrs. Lincoln repeated. I expect I can do that, 
Mr. Lincoln sighed at his fork. Link's mom picked out the crispiest pieces of bacon from the serving platter and turned her attention back to Link, who had been pushing the food around on his plate while she wasn't looking. Now that you mention it, you've been acting peculiar ever since you came home last night. No, ma'am, I didn't. Didn't what? Mention it. Don't you sass me. I was the one who said spending time with questionable folks only gets you a big fat question mark next to your own name. Yes, ma'am. Link stared down at the pile of white slush. His mom was no Amma in the kitchen. Amma would no more sit down to a plate of Mrs. Lincoln's biscuits and gravy than she would bring home store-bought biscuits. Aren't I always saying that, dear? She turned to Link's dad, but she didn't give him a second to respond.